I have wined and dined with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. The Squid Circle Digest, that is. Here is your host, Sean Stanley. It's Saturday. You know what that means. Another edition here of the Squared Circle Digest. High atop Inter-Miami CF Stadium. Thank you for joining me here this morning. A lot to get to. Apparently there was a backstage meeting. Uh, Some people are not happy in the WWE. Also, talking a little bit about the women's division. The, the lack of real teams. A new merchandise winner right now in WWE leading. And uh, maybe somebody, uh, maybe some of you may know. Most of probably the older wrestling fans don't. And then also looking at AEW. A lot of stuff happening there on the last Dynamite. Nightmare Family. Involved in a lot of it. And then also Kenta making his... Uh, I guess his in-ring debut, teaming up with Kenny Omega. But to get this show started, I need to remember a good man, a man that we lost this week. South Florida wrestling legend. To me, just a legend in general. Rusty Brooks, he passed away. Um, He was instrumental in my career as far as he trained everybody who was involved in training me. He was my second match. I teamed with him. And he would be involved every match he would watch. Give you criticism. He would go to shows, hearing the stories uh, from... Some of the others, you know, backyarders, however you want to call them, he would go to their shows and be like, hey, he had a ring in the backyard. He trained Gangrel, Billy Fives, um, instrumental, and a whole host of others. But uh, it was a man that just was there for everybody. He gave you tough love, too, in the ring, by the way, too. You stiff him, he's going to stiff you back. Splashes come in a little bit heavier. The leg drops. The fist dropped on the forehead. I took that one time. A little harder than probably I wanted. But he was a great man. And even up to recently, he was he was hang, hanging out at uh, Gang Girls Wrestling School. I believe it was... Uh, Middle of last year, possibly, I think, was the photo that was taken that I saw. Still being involved in in the sport that he loved. Helping out the younger talent. Was always there for us. And uh, Rusty, you'll be missed, my man. I feel like every show has been started... Since I've started here at Square Circle Digest onside radio.com, has been remembering somebody. This one hurts. This one hits a little bit deeper. This was somebody that I know and that I worked with. 
but you will be missed, Rusty. I do want to take a look at some things uh, going on in the WWE. Uh, Fightful.com. They reported, it came out yesterday, yesterday afternoon, I guess it was about, actually last night, right before SmackDown was the start is the article I'm looking at, but uh, they apparently had a meeting with various staff, non-performers, members of the production team and other departments, and they were reportedly told that, hey, they would not be provided any new promotions, raises, or bonuses in the near future. I understand. This is a business. WWE is a publicly traded business. But how do you think morale is going to be in a locker room after you just tell everybody, hey, by the way, enjoy what you're making right now because you're going to be making that in the near future. But also, we just signed a five-year, $1 billion deal to have our streaming carried by somebody else. I get it. COVID has hurt the business plan that is WWE as far as with no live audiences. But to be somebody in the production crew that that is making all this content, by the way, that is going to be being streamed on that $200 million a year content machine I, I, I don't get it I don't understand it maybe they're trying to get ahead of it and, and, and not but how can you tell p- people that hey you're, we're going to freeze you right now even though we just signed a you know a billion dollar deal I get it's five years over five years I know some of their financials were released. Maybe they didn't hit the the financials they needed, but you have some of these people in these positions doing the job of two to three people. And I get it. Everybody's going to be like, oh, they should be grateful they have a job. A lot of people don't have a job at this time, and I understand that. But I'm looking at it from the way of that person being brought into a meeting. Because it looks like they had departments meet. They didn't have like one big meeting like they usually do with the talent where they bring in all the talent and they do everything. No, they had individual meetings with the departments. It's, it's being reported. Again, I'm not a newsbreaker here. I'm going off of reports and, and some of the research I did. But now they sit you down and they tell you, hey, you guys are doing a great job. You're getting all this content out in a time, in an unknown time of of COVID. And um, by the way, we're freezing all raises, promotions, and bonuses going forward. By the way, uh, let's, let's get back to work. Keep doing your job. And again, I understand there's others out there that do not have a job. I, I understand that totally. But how could your morale be? And you're, you're, this is only, they're told this at a taping, by the way. A taping for Fox. 
That, by the way, Fox is paying for the rights to broadcast. NBC, USA, all the, they're, they're paying for these rights. WWE has money going in. I'm not saying they need to be getting, you know, million-dollar raises. I'm not saying, I don't know what, what they, are, they are making or what they're not making. But to expect these content creators, content managers to, to just be like, and especially with WWE right now in a time frame where they're struggling. They're struggling now with, with what, and now you're going to lower the morale even more? Let's see how much worse we can make this. Is, is that what the situation is becoming right now in WWE? And there was a um, Twitter account, WrestleVotes, that said, just got a text from a source in St. Pete, the unhappiness and straight-up anger backstage at an all-time high level. Everyone from the boys to the road crew are pissed off. Not a good look. I'm not sure what they're trying to accomplish here. I don't I don't understand what WWE, what Vince McMahon, what the higher ups are thinking. When you say you're freezing everything from from the, the people that are creating your content. That just does not make sense to me. I'm trying to look here real quick at the earnings press release here from this is from fourth quarter 2020 so i believe it's the most recently issued a decrease of 26 percent or 84.6 million and that was reflective because of the absence of the company's large-scale event in saudi arabia remember they're getting paid a ton load of money to go to saudi arabia so that they did lose some money there. When you look at the highlights, full year, full year, they produced live entering content without interruption throughout the year, demonstrating the company's ability to adapt to COVID-19 and unprecedented industry challenges. Who did that? These same people that you're telling right now. We're freezing your raises, your bonuses. All that. And by the way, revenue, 974.2 million increase of 1%. So over the year, you, 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 you increased. Made, you made, you increased money.
We're going to talk more WWE when we come back. Talk the women's division. Also a new merchandise sales leader. You'll not believe who's in charge of that now. Starting Saturday, February 20th. That's next Saturday right here. 8 a.m. baseball fans. We'll get to go deep into the count with Alex Aguirre and Michael Christian. Catch a show that talks Marlins and all the big stories in the major leagues next Saturday, 8 a.m. That's right, the debut of Deep Into the Count exclusively at OnSideRadio.com.